many are getting weak, many are failing, and many have fallen in their faith. Learn how to become an overcomer in this end time through the anointed teachings of Pastor Ebenezer Okronipa. Pastor Ebenezer Okronipa is an emerging voice and a leader in this end time movement of faith. His message centers on faith, the Holy Spirit, and the realities of the new creation in Christ. He is the senior pastor of Overcomers Nation Church and president of Ebenezer Kronipa Ministries in Accra, Ghana. Become inspired, empowered, and enlightened as you listen to the life-transforming message of God's word through his special servants. And now, Today's message. And lift up your hands everywhere. Want to just begin to bless the Lord right now. This is a brand new month, and God has given us so many, many testimonies. So many, many testimonies, and it's a brand new month. Wherever you are, you want to lift up your voice. I want to just begin to thank God. Lift up your voice, begin to appreciate God for your life, for the gift of life, for the gift of His mercies. Mandala baba kontolo brodoshe rabada bada ba shandele bebeya masoko bradigo shalivaya come on lift up your voice everybody lift up your voice mashalaga balo shabrandele bebeya lord we give you praise abala basonte amandala baba 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 mandele bela 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 basha rakada baba 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 basha telebriana father we thank you for our lives thank you for your mercies, thank you for your kindness, thank you for your graciousness. We say that blessed be your name, Almighty Father. Rabba Shadai, Rabba Kantola Baboya, Apalababa Shwandelebebeya, Akapalababa. Everybody lift up your voice, lift up your voice. Let your voice begin to rise. Let grace and glory arise out of your spirit as we celebrate Him now. Apashadarabaya, Apalababa, Apalababa. Mambala babaya, apala bababababaya, mambala bababababa, rabasha dadadaya, apala bababababa, apala bayandelebebe, apandelebebe, apandelebebe, shwadalababa, apala bababababa, apala bababa, apala bababa, apala bababa, apala bababa, apriandelebabusha, akapala bababaya, rabasha dalabai, romodo shabaya. Mandala baba baba, apala baba 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 bashata ya, raba daba daba, apala baba bashata, apala baba baba bashata, apala baba baba bashata, apala baba baba yandele bebe. Lord, we give you praise for your kindness, for your kindness, for your graciousness. We say that blessed be your name. Oh, we lift your name on high. And lowered be your name. Oh, we love you, Lord. We love you, Lord. For you have not dealt with us as our sins deserve. You have not dealt with us as our weaknesses deserve. And you have shown us your mercies and your grace. Oh, hallelujah. We say that blessed be your name. In the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, come on. If you are celebrating the Lord, let it show praise the Lord. Oh, are you excited to be in the presence of God this morning? Hallelujah. Come on, are you excited to be alive today? 
Are you excited to be alive today? Celebrate God with a shout of praise. Oh, glory to your name. It's a brand new month that God has given us. And this month is the first Sunday in the month uh, of August. And uh, God has shown us his kindness and his grace. So if we are giving God thanks and we are saying, thank you, Jesus, he deserves it. It is in order. It is in order. Uh, just recently, I was just looking through our testimony sheet, recorded testimonies alone. We recorded no less than 170 testimonies in the, from January up to now. 170 testimonies. Hallelujah. That's over 100 pages of testimonies. Is that what you can do to celebrate the Lord? It is not a normal thing at all. Glory to Jesus Christ. It is the goodness of God. And yesterday I was with somebody and said, Pastor, I have plenty of testimonies. I've just not said it. <laughs> amen and amen. amen. So the recorded ones alone are 170 plus. And what about the ones that are hidden? Those of you like to hide your testimonies in the, in the Tokro hiding places. May God locate all those testimonies and bring them out. Amen. Because when the testimonies come out, they bring glory to God. The miracle is for you, but the testimony is for God. The miracle is what God does for you. The testimony is what you give to God. So, a miracle is the intervention of God in your situation. A testimony is your glorification of God for what he has done for you in, this, in that situation. Are you understanding me? So, miracle and testimony, they must go hand in hand. While God gives you the miracle, you give God the testimony. So, we we'll always emphasize our testimonies. If God gives you one Ghana seed, come and celebrate for it. You will not have had it any other way. If God heals you of a headache, don't say, oh, this one is normal. People have died from a headache. So, God has been good. Amen and amen. amen. Hallelujah. And as our culture is, uh, our custom is every first Sunday, we try to do some amount of prayer. Amen and amen. And so, we are going to do that even before I share anything with you uh, for the word of God for today. But today, I, I, I want us to pray about our spiritual life. What do you think? Uh, yeah, I want us to pray about our spirituality. You see, when we become spiritual, a lot of things stop in our lives. When we become spiritual, we don't struggle with sin. When we become spiritual, we become consistent. When we become spiritual, we are able to fulfill the will and the purpose of God for our lives. When we become spiritual, our lives do not become playing grounds for the devil. When we become spiritual, our steps are ordered every day and we know what we are doing every time. We become naturally consistent when we become spiritual. When we talk about spirituality, I'm talking about our spiritual growth. Uh, uh, thank you so much. God bless you. Let's go back to you. Let's appreciate them. Amazing work you are doing. Amazing work. Glory to Jesus Christ. When we become spiritual, in the book of First Peter chapter number 2, the verse number 1 and the verse number 2, the Bible says that, therefore, laying aside all malice, all deceit, hypocrisy, envy, and all evil speaking, as newborn babies, uh, in the verse number two, as newborn babes, desire the pure milk of the word, that you may grow thereby. The Spirit of God tells them that they should desire the milk of the word, not, because, not just for milk's sake, but because he wants them to grow. 
In the book of Hebrews, uh, chapter number five, it said that by this time you ought to have been teachers, but you still are babies. Meaning, God doesn't want us to remain spiritual babes. When you are a spiritual babe, the devil can take advantage of you. When you are a spiritual baby, every day you are struggling with one sickness or the other. When you are a spiritual babe, every time the devil is chasing you into certain corners that you are not able to come out of. When you are a spiritual babe, you are constantly prone to making mistakes over and over again. When you are spiritual babe, you cannot appropriate or take advantage of everything that God has made available for you. When you are a spiritual babe, can I tell you something? The beauty of Christianity, the glory of Christianity is for the mature. It's for the mature. Anything that you think you are enjoying as a Christian is nothing at all. Wait till you mature, you grow up, and you begin to understand what it means to walk with God. What it means to walk with God. You walk in a certain dimension where you are not experiencing miracles, but your life becomes a miracle to the world. Miracles become a daily expression in your life. So we are going to pray, and that's what the Lord laid on my heart. We are going to pray for spiritual maturity for ourselves and for every member of this church. Anybody who joins this church in three months, God, let them see a certain level of maturity in their faith. A certain level of maturity in their work with God. Let them become established as mature Christians. You yourself, you become established as a mature Christian. When you become mature, you don't struggle with certain sins that you used to struggle with. No, because you have come out of God, you receive strength to overcome them. This morning, that is what we are going to lift up our voice and pray about. And the grace of God is going to come upon your life. I said the grace of God is going to come upon your life. Amen. And God is going to help you to become stronger and stronger in faith. Amen. Say in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Say, Father, Father, this morning, this morning, as I lift up my voice in prayer, voice in I, prayer ask I ask for grace, for, grace for, for, maturity for maturity in my walk with you. Walk with Say, you. Oh, God, oh God, I pray, I pray for every overcomer. For every overcomer. Let us let us, mature let us mature in the things of the spirit, of the spirit so, that we'll so that we manifest your will, your will and your purpose in the name of jesus, name of jesus. let's jesus. take another scripture quickly romans chapter number 12 the verse number two the bible says that be not conformed to this world but be what transformed by what the renewing of your mind when your mind is renewed what did that, what did this happen so that you may prove what is that good acceptable and the perfect will of god so when your mind and um, renewal of your mind is an aspect of spiritual maturity so when our minds become conformed and aligned to the word of god we, our lives begin to show forth his good his acceptable and his perfect will there's a will of God concerning us and if you don't have that mental renewal and you don't mature you'll be walking every day of your life and you'll not be fulfilling any part of the will of God such a disaster such a disaster can I ask a question when you are not fulfilling the will of God for your life what are you doing or what will you be fulfilling devil's will now, can I ask another question? How many of us are working in the devil's will? These are things you should think about. But this morning, as you pray, God is going to cause there to be a reversal. Amen. 
certain things are about to be turned around. Amen. Say, oh God, oh God, grant us the grace to mature as a church in your will this month of August. In the name of Jesus, lift up your voice. Everybody begin to pray. Lift up your voice, begin to pray. Lift up your voice, begin to pray. Everybody begin to pray right now. Begin to pray right now. You can clap your hands and pray. But be fervent. These are the things that we need to pray about. That God will cause us to mature. That God has caused us to advance in the area of His will. Mashaka talabantaya, regedebe kusataya, rabada bada bada baya. When you live, when you mature, fear departs. When you mature, excuses leave you. When you mature, it is testimonies everywhere. Oh, victories every time. Maraba katasataya, rebe ketosaya, mandelebelebe kutata, rabashika patosiata. Hey, apalabakata, rabashikatea, lebalusa priata, mandolobo kutasiata, ipaliendelebe kutata, 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 hey, yakapaya, father, we pray that cause your children to mature. Every overcomer, the grace for spiritual maturity, the grace for spiritual advancement into your will and purpose concentral in the name of Jesus. Let nothing hinder our progress of faith. Let nothing hinder our advancement in your work, oh God. Father, stir up maturity. Oh, Hebrews chapter 6. Oh, Bashek Verse 2. You said we should move on to maturity. We should move on to maturity. I pray for every one of your children. Let them not remain babes anymore. As the word of God comes to our heart. As the word of God comes to our spirit. Oh my father. Let us grow. Let us grow. Let us mature. Let us not become weak anymore. That we will not backslide. That we will not lose what you have prepared for us. Come on everybody pray right now. That we may mature, that we may advance. Any new converter, any first timer, anyone that joins the church, Father Lord, cause them not to remain babes. We pray, let the atmosphere for spiritual progress all be created in our commercial church, in our department, in our units. Hey, in every micro church, that the weaknesses and the places where the enemy is able to take advantage of us. Oh, we will escape them. We will escape them. We escape them. Come on, are you talking to the Lord somebody? Oh, that you not be a weak Christian. That you be strong in faith. Giving glory to God. Hey, 
you are making progress you are making progress lift up your voice lift up your hands and pray lift up your voice and pray lift up your hands and pray tell the lord lord i want to grow who wants to grow in this place who wants to mature here do you want to mature talk to the lord about it so that you see god and you see christianity in a new light in the light of the spirit in the light of the word in the light of the graciousness of god that you fulfill purpose that you fulfill purpose that you fulfill purpose in the name of Jesus Christ. Lift up your right hand. Say, Father, Father may, I not miss it may I not miss it in Potiphar's house. Potiphar's house. Say, Father, Father may, I not miss may I not miss it in Potiphar's house. Potiphar's house. As we're just praying, I heard this word in my spirit. Listen, if Je- jo- Joseph had missed it in Potiphar's house, when the wife of Potiphar came to him with her sexual advances, uh, he would have missed his destiny as a prime minister. Or if he may have just become a, or is a side boy or side guy or whatever. Glory to Jesus Christ. You know, we have side chick and then main chick and so he would have become the side guy. Now his destiny as a prime minister would have been mushroomed to becoming a side guy of Potiphar's wife. Yet Potiphar's house was just a transit. It was part of his journey. He was not supposed to remain there. Maybe where you are right now, it is part of the journey. You have not gotten to where God wants you to get to. May you not make mistakes at your current level. He said, in the name of Jesus. Say, Father, give me the grace to escape every trick, every mistake that the enemy will want to use to mushroom my destiny as I make my transit in the journey of life. Father, may I not miss it in Potiphar's house in the name of Jesus. Lift up your voice, clap your hands, and begin to pray. Begin to pray. That the transit will not become your end point. That the transit will not become your end game. May I not miss it in Potiphar's house. Help me, Lord. That I do not become locked up in the current level so that where you want me to get to, I don't attain. May I not miss it, Lord. Help me not to miss it, Lord. Hey, may I not visit in Potiphar's house, Lord. Lift up your voice, talk to the Lord. The Father, may my transit not become my end. I will not miss it. I refuse to miss it in Potiphar's house. Potiphar's house is not my final destination. I refuse to remain there. I refuse to remain there. I refuse to remain there. Come on, lift up your voice. 
voice. Pray and prophesy. Pray and speak into your life. I am on my way to a glorious destination. Nothing will stop me. Nothing will prevent me. I will attain. Oh, the glorious estate of the sons of God. Pray with fervency right now. Pray with fervency right now. You will not miss it. Refuse to miss it. Jesus Christ. Take note of this prayer point and be praying about them every day. Want to pray? You are saying, Father, this year, this month, fill this auditorium with souls. Say, Say, Father, Father, before the end of this month, before the end of this month, double this church over and over again. Over and over again. Say, by the end of this month, by the end of this month, let our attendance, let our attendance be double, be double of our current attendance. Our current in attendance. the name of Jesus Christ, name of lift up your voice, begin to pray right now. He said that my house may be filled, that my house may be filled. This is. Seven God, kingdom advancement prayer. In the name of Jesus. Can I show you the simplest way by which this church can double? If you bring, if you, another person like you comes to church. If I come with another me, am I not to? You come with another you. Are you not two? Then two, two becomes double. Do you understand me? So you are going to pray. Jesus said, you have not chosen me. I have chosen you. And I have ordained you. I have prepared you. I have programmed you. That you what? Bear what? Fruits. And that your fruits will remain. You are praying for the grace to bear fruit this month. That God used me to bear a fruit to be established in your house this very month. Are, are we together? Can we pray this prayer? Lift up your right hand. Say, Father, Father I, affirm I affirm that I have not chosen you, not chosen but you have chosen me, you have chosen and you have called me, have called me that, I bear fruit that I bear fruit, and my fruit will remain. Fruit will remain. Say, in this month of August, month of August give, me give me the grace to bear, to bear an abiding fruit an abiding of, a of a soul in this church. Before the end of this month, of this let, me let me celebrate you, O oh God, for the soul that have established your house in the name of Jesus. Now clap your hands and begin to pray right now. Clap your hands and begin to pray. Bra 
Sabatosh Beredeketa Rabashandalabaraba. Come on, lift up your voice and pray. 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 That you bear fruit and that your fruit will remain. That you bear fruit and that your fruit will remain. You are so winner by birth. You are so winner by ordination. You are so winner by predestination. Lift up your voice. Talk to the Lord. Rabashatalabaya. Rabadabaya. Pray seriously right now. Everybody talk to the Lord. Every instrumentalist, every media person, every usher, every singer, every protocol, every member. Oh, bear fruit. Bear fruit. Father, give us a grace to bear fruit to God. Rakata Shataya. Rakata Bashata. Mandela Balabalaba, Regadaba Shokotolo Brothers, Ragadaba Sataya, Ragadaba Balaba, Mandela Balaba, Ragado Shapata, Ragado Shapata, Rebebebe Kotaya, Mandela Balabea, Rokoto Sataya, Mandela Balabekata, Rabba Sokotana, Rabba Sutaya, Rabba Sutaya, Rabba Sutaya, Rabba Kataya, Kamolobo. In the name of Jesus Christ. Now you are going to do something. You are going to pray for somebody. So let's pair up two by two. Uh, connect with somebody right now. Everybody pair with somebody. Hold somebody's hand. Look at the person's face. Yeah. The person's face is nice. Just like your own. So look at the person's face. Mm. Glory to Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, you see, the Bible says, that have you commanded your morning? You see, and it seems that in your days and had the day spring, oh, find his place that I may shake out the evil of it. Every time there's an evil in the day that the, that the Lord has made. Look, God created the day and Satan came to spoil it. Do you understand me? So in every day that God creates, there's a Satan that wants to spoil it. You are going to pray for that sister. You are going to pray for that brother. Every evil that has been purposed for her life this month, you are going to destroy it. Every evil that has been purposed for his life this month, you are going to destroy. I said, look at that person. You don't, you don't want to pray for that person. You want somebody to pray for you, but I don't want to pray for somebody. What, what do you mean? Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Look at that person. Look at if the person, you go and see the person at the end of August in the coffin, will you be happy? Ah. If you could get, see, what do you call that thing? A trending picture and the person's head has been cracked by a car at the end of August, will you be happy? So you better look at that person and pray for that person because that is what the devil wants for that person. Say in the name of Jesus. Name of Jesus. Say Father, Father this, morning, this morning I pray for my brother. I pray for my, brother. I pray for my sister. Pray for my sister. Oh, God, oh God, preserve his life. Preserve her life. Throughout this August, every evil that has been planned against their life, I come against it now. I come against it now. In the name of Jesus. Begin to pray for that person right now. Begin to travel for that person now. Lift up your voice. Come against the works of the enemy. Declare no evil will prevail against Elijah in the name of Jesus. Rekotoshataya, Ragadagadaya, Regadaya, any trouble that has been purpose for his life, Lord, deliver him. Lord, deliver her and give him a testimony. Give her a testimony. Pray for their testimony right now. There's something upon his heart. There's something upon the heart of that brother. There's something upon the heart of that sister. Pray for a testimony for that person. Hey, before the end of this matter, 
Let the person's smile be real. Let the person's smile be genuine. Because God has come through. Rakata Sataya. Oh, Come on, pray. Come on, pray. Come on, pray. Intercede. Oh, that the Lord preserve their family. May the Lord open doors. Reka Sopataya. Ragadabashataya. Mamelebe Kotosia. Rabashataya. It will end you well this month. It will end you well this month. It will end you well this month. This month you see the goodness of God. Sickness will not destroy you. Evil will not prevail over your life. Oh, this month is your month of goodness. Rabashatalabaya. Hey. Pantolobashekataya. Libalabaya. In the name of Jesus Christ. God bless you. Lift up your hands wherever you are. Begin to celebrate the Lord. Begin to celebrate the Lord. Begin to celebrate the Lord. Give him praise, everybody. Oh, Kashatalabranaya. Thank you, Holy Spirit of God. Lift up your hands. Begin to celebrate the Lord right now. Just begin to worship him. Thank you for answered prayers. This month you are going to see the goodness of God. This month you are going to experience the goodness of God. This is your month of experiencing the Lord's goodness. Come on, for the next three minutes, one just worship the Lord. One just worship the Lord. Lift up your voice, everybody. Just begin to worship the Lord. Just begin to worship the Lord right now. Just continue worshiping him right now. Continue worshiping him right now. something in the heart of somebody right now lift up your hands close your eyes and just fellowship with the lord through prayer and listening to this song your praise and to the end of the month and to the end of the year. Sinner like me, 
said hold on hold on the price has been paid oh the price has been paid 
the price has been paid the price for your salvation the price for your healing the price for your deliverance the price for your glory the price for your joy the price for your settlement the price has been paid oh somebody the price has been paid somebody said the price has been paid Jesus says he has paid a price for I am bought at a price I am bought at a price the blood is speaking here now I've been purchased at a Precious, uh, oh price of the blood, uh, I am bought at a price. Sakala bashiniria bashubarada bashaniya ba. I am bought at a price. Glory to God. I am bought at a price. I am bought at a price. I am bought at a price. Glory to God. The devil cannot accuse me anymore. The devil cannot point accusing fingers at me anymore because I am bought at a price. Somebody give the Lord a shout of praise and celebrate him here. Everybody shout, Jesus, I love you. Talk to him, say, Jesus, I love you. Jesus, I love you. Oh, give him a kiss and bless him here. God bless you. Lift up your right hand. Say, Father, I declare my heart is open. My mind is ready to receive with humility the engrafted word of God. Say, I'll be saved. I'll be blessed. I'll be made better because your word will minister to me. This morning, speak to me, Father. And I know my life will never be the same again. So shall it be in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Somebody celebrate Jesus. Can you take your seats in the presence of the Lord? You know, some of you are not romantic, so even give Jesus a kiss. You are. <laughs> Is this? Uh, my God, my God, my God. But when you are, it's very simple. It's just do your mouth something like this and you are gone. It's very simple. Kissing is very easy. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'll give a clap offering to Jesus. We give him all the praise. This month of August, God is showing us his goodness. Hallelujah. God is showing us his goodness. And this month, I want everyone open up your heart and be desirous. Why Somebody may be wondering, why is this man always giving us a certain uh, something that will encourage us? But what else do you want to receive? Amen and amen. What else do you want to receive? God wants your life to be better. But this is so difficult for some people to appreciate and understand. They don't want to accept that God wants their life better. They want to have the story that life's about ups and downs. And so you experience good things a little and then experience bad things a little. And then that is how the cycle of life goes. Nobody can change it. But Jesus came for a reason. And one of the reasons is to change the cycle of life. Is to change this cycle of life, cause us to see a certain side of God that has not been seen before or has not been seen and understood very well enough. The Bible says that the law and judgment, the law came by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. The law with its blessings and curses. With its demands, which sometimes were so steep that they were unmeetable. Came by Moses, but grace and truth came by the Lord Jesus Christ. So Jesus came to show us grace 
the gracious side of God. The gracious side of God. Let's share what a prayer. Precious Father, we are grateful to you this morning for giving us the opportunity to gather in your presence and in your name to hear your word, to be transformed by your word, to be empowered by your word, to be enlightened by your word. Minister to us in clear terms this morning and let our hearts be blessed. Grant us instruction, direction by your word so that our lives will be better than we can. Thank you, Father, that we are ahead in Jesus' name. Everybody shout a big amen. God bless you. Romans chapter 11, the verse number 22. Let's zoom straight into the word of God. Romans chapter 11, verse 22. This scripture is such a beautiful scripture. It gives us a certain comprehensive outlook of who God is. When you go through the pages of scripture, especially in the Old Testament, and you you see God manifested or presented in two major facets, or two major faces, two major descriptions, and two major lights that describe God. Indeed, the Bible says that God dwells in inapproachable light. So, there are two lights that you see in the scriptures that describe God. Indeed, uh, when you study from the book of Genesis, the Bible tells us about two lights. One to govern the day, one to govern the night. He said that the lesser light was for the night and the greater light was for the day. So, in the Old Testament, you see glimpses of these two lights all through. You see glimpses of these two lights all through. The lesser light and the greater light. But Jesus came to present us with the greater light of who God is. Of who God is. In Romans 11 verse 22, the Bible reads, shall we all read together? Are you up to reading today? I want us to read the scriptures together today. Can we do it together? Yeah, so if you don't have a Bible, you can look up. Uh, look somewhere. You see a scripture somewhere. Amen and amen. So Romans eleven twenty two. I count to two and we all read together. One, two. Behold, therefore the goodness and severity of God on them which fell severity, but toward thee goodness. If thou continue in his goodness, otherwise thou also shall be cut off. When you study the background of this scripture, you realize that Apostle Paul was talking about Israel and their relationship with God. And he was talking about how at certain times the the Israelites will fall short of the glory of God and they fall short of the mercies of God. And so when you go back and you, you look in the Old Testament, you realize that the life of the Israelites and the children who were the children of God in those days was sinusoidal. What I mean by sinusoidal, you know, it's a wave. One moment is up, then the next moment it is down. So they were experiencing different faces of God. And in the in the in experience of the different faces of God, you can categorize it into two. Number one, the good face, and then the, number two, the severe face. The good face is talking about where they see God's graciousness, God's kindness, God's gentleness, God's loving kindness manifesting in their lives. They see God giving them victories over their enemies. They see God giving them a mighty harvest. They see God causing water to come out of a rock just to feed them. They see God opening the rest sea for them to walk through. They see God coming through for them. Even one time they were in Egypt, just because of blood of some animal that they put on their doorposts, when death was attacking everybody, they and their children and their families were preserved from death. In Egypt, you see when the children 
children of Israel were in Goshen, any evil that happened in Egypt, they were exempted. When there was coronavirus in Egypt, the children of God in Goshen were exempted. When there was darkness everywhere, in Goshen there was light. When there was hail and storms that were destroying properties, in Goshen, nothing like that happened. Whilst people were crying and in pain all around, in Goshen, they were enjoying and celebrating. You see, and that is exactly the character and the picture that God wants our lives to be in this earth. So, if we are, you are a child of God, there's an aspect of God that God wants you to experience. And that's why I'm try, trusting God that will bring some light to, to you today for you to be able to understand, catch the revelation and to walk in. So, they enjoy the Lord's goodness. So, he said that, behold, the goodness the word goodness is from the Greek word Christotis, which is talking about the mercifulness, the graciousness, the gentility, the gentleness, the kindness of God towards him. And then God in the Old Testament also shows another face to him, of himself to them. His severity. With his severity, he's talking about his judgmental nature. One time, he, when David sinned, a third of the people were struck with a, a sickness and they died. Other times, you see, because of the anger of God that was stirred up against them, he let them become uh, captured or he allowed them to become captives to their enemies. Their enemies prevailed over them. So in this case, the same God who had been protecting them, giving them victories, was the same God who had also allowed them to be caught. Allowed them to be destroyed. Allowed them to be scattered. So in their walk with God, they experience two major manifestations of God. His goodness, his good kind nature, and his severity. His severity from the Greek word apotomia. is talking about his, 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 his anger. He's talking about his rigidity, his roughness in dealing with them. So God is manifested in these two faces. But let's go back to the scripture and see something over there. He says that, behold, therefore, the goodness and severity of God. Can you give me the amplified version so that I point out something over here? He said, then note and appreciate the gracious kindness. So that is the first part of uh, their experience with God. And the severity of God. He says, severity is toward those who have fallen. So, the face of God that you experience depends on your standing with him and your position before his, in his presence. Say, so those who have fallen, those who have fallen short of walking in his will, those who have deviated from his paths, those who have deviated from walking in his grace, those who have deviated from walking in the will of God for them. It's, and it is very dangerous if you, are not, you do not work to maintain your walk with God, maintain your right standing with the Lord, walk before him perfect. He said, I know Abraham, that you command his household after me. The same God was the one who told Abraham that walk before me and be thou perfect. So, God not only chose uh, Abraham because of his graciousness towards Abraham, but he told Abraham what he needed to do, that walk before me and be perfect. And then he says that for those who have fallen, his severity, his judgmental area, indeed the Bible says our God is a, a consuming fire. So, that part of God is manifested to those who have fallen. The Bible says, God is always angry with the sinner. God is forever, constantly angry with the wicked. 
with a wicked person, it seems as though every time God is angry at that person. But there's another aspect of God which he shows to those who are his. Those who are his children. Indeed, our God is a warrior and a consuming fire. But he does not fight his battles in the house. In the house, he presents himself as a father. So he says that, and God's gracious kindness to you. To you, who, are, who is the you he's talking about? He's talking about the children of God who are aligned to the will and to the purposes of God. So, a few verses down the line in uh, Romans chapter 12, verse 2, he tells them that not to be conformed to this world, but to be transformed by the renewal of their mind so that they may prove that good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. Because he wants them to continue enjoying the goodness of God. His grace, he said, this will maintain if we abide. We abide, we abide in his kindness. Otherwise, you too will be cut off, pruned away. Pruned away. So, we see in the scriptures those two manifestations of, the, of, of God. His goodness and then his severity. His goodness, which is his gracious kindness. And then his judgmental roughness. It becomes as though God is very rigid. And this is the part that most unbelievers don't want to appreciate. And so, they say, is that your the, the God, that God in the Bible, is he a loving God? And you say yes. You say, if he's a loving God, how come he killed all those people in the Bible? How come he commanded that all the Amalekites be destroyed? If he's such a loving God, no, it's because he need to understand that God is in two faces. He's in two faces. He's the judge of all. He created his world. If you want to determine how God should be, go and create your own world. But until you are able to create your own world, you should remember that you are in somebody's world and you must abide according to his precepts and to his principles. Anything other than that, you will be in deviation. And when you are in deviation, you will be in error. And when you are in error, you are going to be in trouble. You are going to be in trouble. So he tells us that God is good and also God is severe. But to us, hallelujah, to us as children, he says that he shows us his good face. His goodness. So my question then is, what is the goodness of the Lord? Today I want to just share with you on the subject, walking in the light of God's goodness. Walking in the light of God's goodness. Light means revelation. It means understanding. So as a child of God, if you are going to walk in the fulfillment of all that God has said, you need insight. You need understanding. What you don't understand, you cannot enjoy. In the kingdom, that is how it operates. What you don't understand, you cannot enjoy. Many of us know that God has made us rich and wealthy, but we understand what kingdom prosperity is. So because of that, we are not enjoying that. We are not enjoying that. We have heard that God is a healer and he's able to heal all manner of sicknesses. But we've not appreciated what healing in the kingdom is. Because of that, we are not enjoying it. So in the book of Proverbs, it says, get wisdom and all that getting gets what? Understanding. Because without understanding, there will be no manifestation. Without understanding, you end up in frustration. Why will you be frustrated? Because what you know it, but you cannot enjoy it. What is more frustrating than having revelation without manifestation? You are seeing Canaan, but you are not entering Canaan. Frustration. Frustration. So, you need understanding. Until inside comes, the uh, manifestation or delivery is not guaranteed. Until you have insight of reality, the prophecy is not guaranteed. So, he says that the 
entrance, not the word, but the entrance of his words give a light and bring, give understanding to the simple. So God is not just concerned about his words that you are hearing, but that the word will gain entrance into you. And when the word gains entrance into you, it brings along with itself something called light. So when I talk about walking in the light of God's goodness, I'm talking about to a place of understanding, revelation of what we mean by the Lord's goodness. And when we begin to understand what the Lord's goodness means, we walk in the place of manifestation. No, there are certain things I've stopped getting worried about because I have understood that they are not my portion according to the word. I don't just know it. I can explain why I must not experience that. I have grown in insight regarding that. Many years ago, I knew them, but I was still suffering. Why? Because I had not yet gained insight. The word had not yet gained entrance. So you need that light. Lift up your right and say, God, give me light. Look at what was happening in the book of Genesis chapter number one, the verse number one. The Bible said, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And look at the disaster in the verse number two. And the earth was dark, formless, and void. The earth was a chaotic mass. Everything was messed up. Things were not going the way they were supposed to go. Things were not aligned the way they were supposed to align. Rock is at the wrong place. Water is at the wrong place. In fact, the whole place was covered with darkness everywhere. There was no light for, um, for, for anybody to be able to navigate on the earth. But thank God that the Spirit of God was moving over the face of the deep. Like the Holy Ghost is moving over you right now as I'm speaking to you. And the first thing that God does when he wants the earth repair is that, what does it say? Light be. In James Version renders it as, let there be light. The first thing that God used to repair the world which was in chaos was to bring light. Was to bring light. What you need for the repair of any area of your life that has gone damaged is light. Maybe your heart has been broken. Maybe you have been disappointed. Maybe opportunities have passed you by. Maybe sickness is even ravaging your body. Maybe poverty is screaming at you. You try your best and you are not able to gain much. What you need to come out of that situation is light. Because where you are is darkness. The Bible tells us that we have been translated from darkness to light. Meaning where we were, where the devil was having dominion over our lives, was in the area of darkness. Whether it is sin, whether it is ignorance, whether it is suffering, whether it is pain or disease, they are manifestation of darkness. And so when God wants to save us, he takes us, not, he takes us out of darkness and he, he sends us into light. Why? He gives us that light. So you need light. When we talk about the goodness of God, it's not just for you to shout, oh, the Lord will be good to you. You shout a big amen. Oh, may God be good to you this month. It's not just about shouting amen, but you must begin to understand what that goodness is. When you understand what that goodness is, when it appears, you know it. You know it. Many of us, maybe the one that we were supposed to marry, he came our way. But because we didn't know that this is the form he should have taken, we're looking for Mr. Barnabas. Uh, so he came, and but he's not supposed to be Barnabas, he's supposed to be Apollos. <laughs> if somebody has proposed to you called Apollos, I'm not saying I'm not professing. <laughs> Amen. I'm just using some examples over here. Glory to Jesus Christ. Or maybe you are supposed to get married to Catherine. But you're also looking for Catalina because you have watched a Mexican movie. 
You see, so, but if you knew that it was supposed to Catherine, when Catherine comes, you know the shape form is like, when, you know, even if you are not feeling, you know that this is how it's supposed to be. That's what light does. It gives you revelation. It takes you out of the feeling zone to the knowing zone. Many times because we are bound by feelings and by our perceptions which may not be founded on the word of God, we miss out what true worth, true value, true knowledge is. And we lose out on what God has for us. This morning, may God open your eyes. May God grant you light. May that light give you direction. And may that direction bring you an inheritance in the name of Jesus Christ. So we are walking in the light of God's goodness. There is such a thing known as the goodness of God. I've already shown you from Romans eleven twenty two that there's the goodness of God and there's the severity of God. So there is such a thing as the goodness of God or the Lord's goodness. So, oh, I will enjoy the goodness of the Lord. You are not just saying English. It is something that exists. It is spiritual matter. It is spiritual reality that you can enjoy, you can experience. In Romans chapter 23, verse number 6, in the, some, uh, David's prayer, he said that surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, he was in. He was connected. He knew about something called the goodness of God. He said, "Goodness and mercy shall follow me." In Psalm twenty-seven, the verse number thirteen, the same David talks about it again. He said, "I would have fainted unless I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living." There is such a thing known as the goodness of God. The same psalmist in Psalm thirty-one, verse number nineteen, talks again about that substance called the goodness of God. He said, "Oh." Great is thy goodness, which thou hast laid up for them that fear you, which thou hast wrought for them that trust in thee before the sons of, of men. So there is something known as the goodness of God that he has stored up as an inheritance for his children. What is that goodness? In the Hebrew, it's from the Greek word tob, tobe, or tube, or something like that. It is salty or some be somewhere. Uh, Amen and amen. And what does this mean? It talks about the ple- pleasure, preciousness, uh, prosperity, sweetness, wealth, welfare, favor. It is akin to what the, in the New Testament we find in three words, grace, peace, and mercy. So the goodness of God encapsulates his graciousness, his mercifulness, his peace that he, 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 he has or he releases towards humanity. In Exodus chapter 33, the verse number 19, oh, God talks to uh, uh, Moses and tells him that, Moses, I'll give you an encounter. And in that encounter, I'll let my goodness pass before you. I'll display to you my goodness. He said, and he said, I'll make all my goodness. Look at that. Uh, some uh, Exodus 33 19. He said, I'll make all my goodness pass before you. This was God speaking over here. He said, I'll make all my goodness pass before you, and I will proclaim the name of the Lord before thee, and, uh, and be, I will be gracious whom I will be gracious, and will show mercy upon whom I will show mercy. This was after Moses had said, that, Lord, show me thy glory. Show me thy glory. And then God begins to speak to him and tells him that, Hey, young man, wait, I have something for you. I have something for you. I'm going to put you in the cleft of a rock and I'm going to pass before you. And as I pass before you, I'll show you all my goodness. And in talking about his goodness, God said that you show him his grace. I'll be gracious to whom I'll be gracious. And I'll show mercy on whom I'll show mercy. In Exodus 34, 5 to 8, you see the manifestation of that promise that God gave to Moses. And the Bible says, And the Lord descended in the cloud, and he stood with him there and proclaimed the name of the Lord. You know, I, 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 
I'll come to something later, but I, I don't know whether I'll be able to do it today. Because the name of the Lord is the number one provoker of the goodness of God. Anyone who carries the name of the Lord will experience the goodness of God. Anyway, let's go on. And the Lord descended in the cloud, and he stood with Moses there, and he proclaimed the name of the Lord. And what did he say? Go back to the verse number six, please. The beginning of the verse number six. And the Lord passed by before him and proclaimed the Lord. What did he proclaim? So this was the goodness of God I was passing there. What did he proclaim? Uh, let's continue, please. Let's continue. Thank you. The Lord God, merciful and gracious, long-suffering and abundant in goodness and truth, keeping mercy for thousands, forgiving iniquity and transgression and sin. This is talking about the goodness of God in display. The goodness of God in, in display. He was talking about the kindness of God, the graciousness of God, the how he's able to show mercy. Whenever we talk about mercy, we are talking about somebody being guilty, yet we are overlooking the person's sin or the person's guilt. So, yes, we have faulted, but there's something called mercy that can speak for us. Hallelujah. And that mercy is available in Jesus Christ. That mercy is available in Jesus Christ. What is the goodness of God? Number three, it is the component of God which inspires loving worship. No fearful reverence or worship. Let's continue the verse. Okay, so in the continuation of the verse number seven says, let, let's go back, let's go back. Or you can give me the whole verse 7 so that I, I can read in context. Thank you. So, the God, when God passed before Moses, this is what Moses saw. He said, keeping mercy for thousands, forgiving iniquity and transgression and sin. And, he said, and that will by no means clear the guilty, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children, upon the children's children to the third and to the fourth generations. That's telling you about the severity of God. Okay, uh, uh, give me the verse number eight. As soon as Moses encountered the goodness of God passing in front of him, look at what happens in the verse number eight. The Bible says, and Moses made haste, and he bowed his head towards the earth, and he worshipped. Nobody can encounter the glory of God and not worship. Nobody can encounter the mighty presence of God and not enter into a place of worship. In Romans chapter 2, the verse number 4, the Bible tells us again about the goodness of God. And it says that, despise thou the riches of his goodness and forbearance and long-suffering, not knowing that the goodness of God leadeth thee to repentance. This is for those who, when we are going out there, we are judgmental on everybody. We think that maybe the, maybe the good things that we are enjoying in life is because we are so good. No, it is not because we are good. It's just because of the grace of God. It's just because of the grace of God. So when we go out preaching the gospel and telling somebody to come to church, you are not supposed to be going out there to be pointing out the person's evils and the person's sins. The person already knows he or she is a sinner. What we should be showing the person is how good God is, that even though you have all these weaknesses, God says, I'm still willing and ready to accept you and to receive you unto myself. And in showing them the love of God through Christ Jesus, he says that it is the goodness of God that will lead one to repentance. The goodness of God will, cause a, will inspire a man to worship God. There are two things that can cause a man to worship God, love and fear. Love and fear. Two things inspire obedience, love and fear. Either you are doing what you are doing and giving the respect to that person because you love the person or because you are afraid of the person. Or because you are afraid of the person. And these two will manifest in humanity. Either you will come to God and worship him because you love him, 
or one day if you say oh me i don't love god one day out of fear you worship him you worship him you worship him but the thing about the goodness of god is that when you encounter god's goodness it produces love in your heart and produces worship the bible says that moses immediately this was the one who was challenging god though said that god if you don't go i won't go if you don't move we won't move and then he encounters and sees all of god's kindness all of a sudden goes down on his knees and says, Lord, I worship you. I worship you. This month, may God cause you to encounter his goodness in such a way that it will inspire worship in your heart. It will inspire love in your heart. It will inspire fellowship and communion in your heart. It will cause your relationship with God to become stronger and thicker and harder and wider and deeper in the name of Jesus Christ. An encounter with the goodness of God Will have a positive impact on your life. Everybody becomes better when they experience the goodness of God. When we talk about the goodness of God, it's not just that God is going to give us money, you know. He's going to give us an experience of Him that will inspire us to love Him better and to love Him more. And that is what God is calling for somebody to experience today. What is the goodness of God? Number four. The goodness of God is the secret to a life of glory, miracles, and testimonies. If you want your life to be full of testimonies, it is not about your labor. It is about his favor. If you want your life to experience great manifestations, it is not just about how hard you work, but it's about how much you love him and how much you accept his love into your life. The grace of God is the winning factor. The grace of God is the secret to greatness. What did Abraham, what did Abraham do? Uh, that God selected him and said, Abraham, I'm calling you and I'll make you great and I'll make your name great. He did nothing. He did nothing, yet God chose him. It was the grace of God that selected him. And we begin to appreciate that where we are going to in terms of our greatness is not because of how qualified we are. We'll be disqualified along the way because we'll be taking the glory to ourselves. May you not be disqualified in your journey. I said, may you not be disqualified in your journey. Your journey to greatness will not be cut short in the name of Jesus Christ. Nehemiah chapter 9, uh, verse 21 to 25. Nehemiah was recounting the works of God in the life of the Israelites. And he had spoken at length on many things that God had done for them, bringing them out of Egypt. But I want to start from verse 21 because it, it still encapsulates what the thought I want to bring to you. Say, so, yea, 40 years did you sustain them in the wilderness so that they lacked nothing while they were in the in the wilderness they lacked nothing may god bring you into a, a lack free lifestyle where you lack nothing lift up your right hand say i accept this lifestyle say they lack nothing can you imagine what kind of life that is nothing nothing and that is how god is i remember the i don't know whether that testimony was read today one dear lady was invited by Sharon. Uh, they went for evangelism. The heart women went for soul winning. And they met this lady somewhere around Abekan Total. And then she invited her to come to church. And she followed up and wanted to bring her to church. She brought her to the miracle service. This young lady, after the service, comes to greet me. And then shares a problem with me. Says that she has been out of work. Things are very difficult. And she has been looking for a job for the past three months. And then we pray. And I tell her that she should be expectant. We didn't, see, we didn't see her for the next two weeks. The third week she came back. She came to see me herself. This time nobody asked her to come and see me. She came to see me herself. I said, Pastor, your prayer worked. As soon as I left here, I got a job and I've started working. And in just a few weeks, they've made me a, 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 a supervisor or something. 
a supervisor. You see, when she encountered Jesus, he introduced her to a free lifestyle. He has started his work in his life, in her life. That was what the children of Israel were experiencing. He said, and they lacked nothing. You know, it's difficult for us to appreciate some of these things. That it's possible to come to a place of the Lord's goodness where you lack nothing. When you become conscious of this, why am I? See, that's why I'm, I call it light. Light will produce consciousness. It brings awareness. Listen, if this place is very dark and you are walking on this corridor and say uh, this chair has been displaced, has been brought into the corridor. So you think because you know the way the room is, this is supposed to be a walkway, right? And so you'll be walking, you know, matter, you are very, maybe you are, let's say you are very good at navigating in the dark. And so you are going walking through this uh, corridor and you get to this chair. Because it's pitch darkness, you stumble. Do you know why? You are not aware. You are not aware. You are not conscious of the presence of this chair. But let the light come on. As soon as light comes on, your perception is activated. And what happens? You become aware of the presence of this chair. What will happen? You navigate around it. Navigate around it. When you get light on any matter of spirituality, your awareness will grant you the direction that will bring you your manifestation. Receive light this morning in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. So when you catch that light, that you can walk. Oh my God, I wish someone would hear me. They lack nothing. They lack nothing. They lack nothing. Many years ago, I was working in a big company as a, a manager, head of departments. And I had employees under me. I was receiving a good salary. I was receiving nice allowances. I was receiving money for core credits. I was receiving money for fuel. Even credit and fuel alone were almost 1,000 Ghana cities. Glory to you. I was receiving other benefits, commissions here and there. And then the Lord says, I resigned this work. <laughs> resign this job and then go and give attention to ministry. I was like, I was scared. I was wondering how was I going to survive. Because, Charlie, to even lose 2,000 Ghana cities every month is not a joke. How was I going to survive? Who was going to give me that equivalent amount of money every month to be able to sustain the lifestyle I was living? To be able to sustain me? To bring respect and value to my life as a person? I was worried. I was concerned. Why? Because I had not become aware of the lack-nothing dimension of God's goodness. Oh, the Lord said, I'll take care of you. So I took the step of faith. And by the grace of God, fast forward four to five years down the line, he has shown me I've lacked nothing. I've lacked nothing. If anything, I've become better. Why? Because it's in the nature of God to take care of his children. It's in the nature of God. Goodness is a part of the nature of God. So for 40 years, can you imagine? How old are you? How many years have you lived? But for 40 years, how many, how, many, how many were there in the wilderness? Over 3 million people. How big is your stomach that God cannot feed you? He was feeding over 3 million people for 40 years. You are not understanding me over here. They lack nothing. How many people around you? How many are your family members? He said they lack nothing. May somebody's faith break the person through into a dimension of supernatural supply. They lack nothing. 
done nothing for 40 years while they were walking in the wilderness. What is the wilderness? It's a place of dryness. It's a place where there's no supply. But in the wilderness for 40 years, they lack nothing. I don't know whether somebody is getting deeper to this revelation. Listen, God can put you in a desert and he will build a mansion for you. They lack nothing. They lack nothing. They lack nothing. They lack nothing. Their lives were full of supernatural supplies. Said their clothes wax not old and their feet swelled not. For 40 years, you are wearing the same shirts. <laughs> and the shirt, every day you wake up, you lose new. The night, the sheen is shining. Oh, your feet was not swelling. Why? Because the shoe was growing on your feet. They lacked nothing. For 40 years, while they were gallivanting in the wilderness, he said that their clothes did not work old. Do you understand what that means? God is about to give somebody in our modern day version of this. It is not about the same clothes shining. It's about God giving us a boutique. Somebody over here, I've just seen God about to do something in your life. When you take a picture of your closet, people will ask whether you have entered a boutique. You are, you are not receiving it over here. You see, you like poverty too much. Uh, you see, we like poverty too much. This is the thing that you should be receiving and grabbing. So I am seeing somebody's wardrobe like a boutique and you are sitting there not receiving anything. Every day you come out, it will be something new. Oh, is you know, we are about to break out of this one. Do you know what we are about to break out of? Oh, people see me and they say I'm a rich man. It's on me. They don't know I don't have any. It's the grace of God. Now we're about to break out of that thing because it will not just be the grace of God. You actually have the money. Receive that grace upon your life. Oh, it's the grace of God. Oh, you're default. Oh, yes. Thank God. Oh, yes. Are you understanding me? I must not look like it. I must be it. Oh. You look like somebody should be driving a Lexus. No, don't look like it. Have the Lexus. Come on, somebody's about to push something. I say you're about to step on some things. Receive that grace upon your life. For 40 years. Shakataya. You look like somebody should have your own house. Uh, you are breaking out of the looking like you are about to experience it. Receive it now. I said receive it now. Oh, you look like somebody who should be a graduate. You don't look like it. You be it. I say you be it. Why? Because of the goodness of God. Because of the goodness of God. Time will not allow me, but maybe I'll, con- I'll continue on Tuesday. Glory to Jesus Christ. But let's jump to the verse number 25. From 21 to 22 to 23 to 24, it's supposed about various miracles. Their clothes were multiplied. God gave them victory over their enemies. He gave them food to eat. He gave them supplies of all sorts. And the verse number 25 is not Sunday celebration service. The verse number 25 is, and they took strong cities. <laughs> oh, God, I think that I should have just focused on that, that Nehemiah account for today because my time is up. Let me see. And they took strong cities and a fat land and they possessed houses full of all goods. Do you know what that means? Well, <laughs> they did not buy the houses. When they got there, it was fully finished already. When they went and their children said, hey, they were now, now going to look for mattress to buy. Hey! And they were in it. Uh, orthopedic mattress bouncing just like that. Do you know what that means? This week I passed by, I was in Little's home, and I went to ask for the price of orthopedic mattress. 
and it was ranging between 4,500 to 6,000 something Ghana cities. God is going to give somebody a fully furnished house. There will be an orthopedic madras in it. You see, don't say amen because they are waiting for me to prophesy. When I speak right now, I'm prophesying. When we stand on the pulpit like that, we are showing you the word of God and relating it to personal life. It is a prophecy to you. You see, your faith is small. That's why you don't believe that God can give you a fully furnished house. You don't believe that God can give you a car that is already foiled. You know, I, I, I'm, we are about to break out of this one too. Do you know what we are about to break out of? Obichemi, Tundra, Mekase, because fuel. We mean to mean to fuel. What do you mean? Shakataya. If God bring Tundra, he will bring Tundra fuel. Receive that grace right now. I think today God wants to upgrade our faith. Because I used to say that if you come and give me such a, a high car, I'll, I'll sell it. Because the, when I do and I step on the accelerator, boom, 100 Ghana is gone. But that means that God will give me 2,000 cities full every day. Receive that grace now. Oh, it is possible. It is possible. It's possible. Yes, recently someone just called me. He said, I said, man of God, I said, yeah. I said, are you around? I said, oh, yeah, I'm around. They will you be around by this time? I said, I'm hosting it. What's the problem? <laughs> he says, oh, I want to come and see you. Oh, and he came, I, he came. I thought we were about to talk about some issues. I was ready to fire some prayer and cast out some demons. I said, oh, uh, uh, the Lord has sent me. Uh, your ministry is going somewhere. So the Lord has sent me. Uh, put this. I said, oh, Shandor, Oh my God. Glory to God. I said, let us pray. As soon as I started praying, he closed his eyes. So I started speaking in tongues, lifted up his hands. I was praying. I opened my eye and then opened the envelope small. Ah, and, my, and the tongues level change. Break it. All of a sudden, I said, hey, where is my oil? Where is the oil? Where is the... I'm going to give you a gift today. What are you talking about? Hey, and then all of a sudden I started prophesying. Yes, it's true, it's true, it's true. I know it is true. This one cannot be a lie. <laughs> my God, my God, my God. Glory to Jesus. You see, instead of pulling out the bag, you are pushing it back. <laughs> but what am I trying to say? He, God, was, God took care of me. I don't have anybody who I will go to that give me money. I've never come to anybody to ask me. I've come to you to ask me to, to give me money. I give him money to feed me. No. But that's work. I also must survive as a human being. Who does take care of me? God. He said the Lord said that he should go. It looked like even for him, Christ was his last two. And God said, I'm going to give it to this man. Go and give it to this man. Why God, God wants to take care of me. If I say God will take care of you, it's because I have experienced it. I know what I'm talking about. I say, God can take care of you. I've experienced it. Some of you are working from morning to evening, working for Pharaoh. I'm also working from morning to evening, working for God, but I eat better than you. I eat better than you because God can take care of us. He can give us a tundra and give us tundra fuel in addition. We need to have that kind of faith. Why? The last part of verse number 25 says, uh, and they took strong cities and fat lands and possessed house, house full of goods and were filled and became fat. Look at that. They were filled and became fat and delighted themselves in thy what? Great goodness. So all that was happening to them 
but because of the great goodness of God. This morning I prophesy the great goodness of God upon your life. This month of August, go shalahashatai, rise up to your feet. I feel like speaking a word into your life. All the full expression of the goodness of God, you are going to experience it. In your health, you experience the goodness of God. In your workplace, you experience the goodness of God. In your finances, you experience the goodness of God. Some of you, this man, money is going to chase you. It's a goodness and mercy shall follow me. That will be the expression of the goodness of God. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. This month, can I speak into your life? Your purse will experience the goodness of God. Your body will experience the goodness of God. You grow fat and you delight in the great goodness of God. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. There's something that you want to buy. God will send somebody to pay for it. There's something that you are looking to possess. God will leave that funds for you. There's a door that is about to open for you. Not by might, not by power, but by the goodness of God. Receive it right now. Somebody, you are changing clothes this month. Not because you have the money, but the goodness of God is locating you. I see a release of supply. I said, I see a release of supply. I said, I see a release of supply. The Lord is releasing angels to bring into your bosom. Why? Because the great goodness of God is your portion. It's your portion. Say, my father, my father, this month of August, show me your goodness. Let me walk in your goodness. In the name of Jesus, lift up your voice for one minute to begin to pray with fervency. Begin to pray with fervency that God will reveal his goodness in your life. Rako Show me your goodness. Let me walk in your goodness. Your abundance. Rakato shata. Mambelebelebekusata. Rebelebekatata. Mambelebelebekusatiata. Rebekoto shataya. Mambelebelebekusoprodosha. Rabababababaya. Reveal in my life. Let my life be a display of your goodness. Come on, talk to the Lord. Talk to the Lord. Talk to the Lord. You to your life can show the goodness of God. You to your life can display the great goodness of God. Hey! Poverty will no longer be your lifestyle. Lack will no longer be your lifestyle. Oh, loss will no longer be your lifestyle. You will walk in after you walk and you receive furnished houses. Supplies are being released for you. Supplies are being released for you. Supplies are being released for you. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I see 17 people over here. Lord. The Lord says that within the next seven days, yes, you are about to experience a flow of his goodness. Amen. A flow of his goodness. Receive it right now. Receive it right now. Receive it right now. Things you never expected you are about to possess. Yes, Lord. The Lord is releasing himself in your life. Amen. The goodness of God. Come on, say the goodness of God. Say the goodness of God. Say I enjoy the goodness of God. Every day of my life. Life. Come on, declare, I enjoy, I enjoy the goodness of God goodness of every God. day of this every month. Of this this is my portion. This is my life. Is my Come life. on, celebrate the Lord right now and give him praise. The goodness of God. The goodness of God. Oh, May the Lord cause you to walk in this manifestation. Amen. Hey, this month, may this month not pass by without you testifying. Amen. 
I hear the Lord say, tell them your testimony is in this month. Yes, Lord. Your testimony is in this month. Yes, For you, this month of August is a month of testimonies. Amen. The Lord spoke this to me about three days ago as I was praying, also about a week ago, that this month is also a month of testimonies. It's a month of testimonies. Hallelujah. You are about to shine forth with a testimony. Yes. You, are about to, you are about to testify. Receive this grace upon you. So will it be. Amen. Somebody say the goodness of God. The goodness of God. That is your life. Amen. Good things will happen to you this Amen. month. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Give God praise. Give him glory. Hallelujah. One another Lord with our offerings right now. So I won't just get a good offering. This is the first Sunday of the month. I want to trust God to give an offering which will be a seed. Whilst we are preparing your offerings, if you have your tithes, any special offerings, any seeds, any thanksgiving offerings, first fruit, what have you that you want to prepare? Just lift up your right hand. The ushers locate you with the right envelope. Yes. Yes. Lift up your right hand. Ushers. Let's move quickly. Now, if you have the offering, just begin to speak over your offerings right now. Give an assignment to your offering. If I were you, I'll connect my offering to the goodness of the Lord. The goodness of God. Speak over that offering right now. In the name of Jesus. And now, Father, we send this offering by the anointing of the Holy Ghost. As we send it forth, we declare that offerings represent our miracles, our signs, our wonders. And indeed, we'll walk in the display of your goodness this month in the name of Jesus. Go ahead and give now. Go ahead and give. Go ahead and give. If you have your tithes, I want to just come forward right now very quickly. I want to pray with you. I want to pray with you. Let's move forward. Let's, let's do this quickly. You have your tithes, any special offering, uh, pledges that you want to redeem, a seed you decided to sow, you can come forward right now. I need to minister to you right now. Right now. Sing a song for me, please. Thank you, Holy Spirit of God. It's your tithes lifted up right now. Your Say, Father, thank you for blessing me. Out of this blessing, I honor you with my tithes. And now I receive the blessing of your word. I declare it's my life never blessed again. In the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, as you honor the Lord with your tithes, oh, he will show his great favor, the devourer's rebuke for your cause. In the name of the Lord your Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, and the Lord is going to multiply wealth and abundance in your pockets. In the name of Jesus Christ, yes, and his goodness will run after you. In the name of Jesus Christ. Be blessed. Be blessed. Be blessed. Be blessed. In the name of Jesus Christ. The Son of the Living God. Oh. Oh. Your goodness. Your goodness is running now. It's running now. Oh, God. Your goodness is running now. Walk in that glory. Lord, a club offering in this place. Glory to Jesus Christ. God willing, next week uh, we are, or this week, we will be having, uh, we will be celebrating our children. 
we're celebrating our children. So starting from Friday, Friday we are having a special parenting conference. And so everybody over here, you believe that you are parents or God is making you a parent, please be here to support them, 6.30 p.m. And then on Saturday, they are going to have a special fun fair. It's going to be a glorious time of celebration. Amen and amen. So I wanted to also be here to support them. And uh, if you are here, I think they have a big budget, or not so big a budget, but they have a budget anyway. Amen and amen. And you want to support them too. Uh, please, the doors are open. You can support the children's ministry so that they can have fun on Saturday. You know, can have fun, uh, get refreshment for them, give them uh, gifts that they are supposed to uh, enjoy. Amen. And then on Sunday, we'll be climaxing it, so they'll join us over here. All the children will be coming to partake in the service on Sunday. So next week, Sunday, uh, is the Children's Day celebration. Amen and amen. So I think on that note, it's going to be a joint service. It's going to be a joint service. So that's, that, that's, that's the announcement for us today. Amen. So next week is a Children's Week celebration. So let's be a part of it. Amen and amen. And at the end of this month, we, are, we will be having our Father's honor. Hallelujah. The last week of this month also will be... Our yearly program, the fathers, and I'll be taking place. So let's get ourselves in order. Let's get ourselves aligned. And but more importantly, more importantly, God has called us to serve Him. One of the ways of attracting the goodness of God is in kingdom service. Hallelujah. One of the ways of attracting the goodness of God is in kingdom service. It's in kingdom service. Amen and amen. And this month, I told you, we want to fill this place up. Praise God forevermore. Will you? I'm talking to you, dear. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus Christ. One of the ways of drawing and provoking the goodness of God in your life is in the service of God. And one of the ways we serve God is by bringing souls, bringing people to the house of God. So this month we have launched Operation Winning My Jerusalem. Operation Winning My Jerusalem. And so uh, the ushers will be giving you some cards right now. And on the cards, the front part is an exhortation on why we have to win souls. If we don't win souls, they'll die and they'll go to hell. And God will hold us accountable. But at the back, everybody, you are making a commitment from now till the end of this month. Uh, give it. Let's have it. I need to ushers, let's share it very quickly. Everybody's taking one. There's a list. One, a list of one to eight. Okay. So what you are doing is that you are targeting eight souls, eight people that you want to be won for the Lord Jesus Christ. And you are going to be praying over their names. And you are going to be sharing the gospel with them, following up on them. Okay. So when you meet them, you write their names there where they stay and their contact number, and then you write your name down there and you sign. Because this thing will appear in heaven. It will appear in heaven. So they have prayed about these things and it's a covenant that you are getting in with the Lord. That God used me to win eight souls. Out of these eight, at least we want to bring two to church. We want to bring two to church. That at the end of the month, they will be established in the house of God. Amen and amen. So how many of us are going to do this? Are we going to engage? Are going to engage? Eight people that want to be saved. Salvation is for all. Amen. Oh, say that I... You can talk to me as well, Lord. Okay. <laughs> amen and amen. Hallelujah. I'm close. Come and talk to me. I can see. You want, you want us to talk for her. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God forevermore. So just write down their names over there and pray over their lives. Okay. When you touch, I 
voice in heaven. The only thing that will show forth in heaven forever and ever is the souls that you have won. Not the money, not anything that God will bless you with, but the souls. Praise God forevermore. So let's get ready to engage. Amen. And lift up your card, everybody. Say, Father, use me to touch lives as I engage with this my commitment card, my soul winning commitment card. Help me to discover eight people in the name of eight people that I will draw into the kingdom of God. Help me, Father, to do this in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Congratulations. Grace has been made available for you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. And God willing, on the 27th of uh, this month also, uh, Sister Sophia will be launching her latest book. Hallelujah. Uh, latest book, 27th. It's going to be at 2 p.m. It's a Saturday. Okay, it's, uh, I think I'm now losing count of the number of books, but it's going to be her latest book, and it's titled uh, The Purpose of Marriage. It's a novel. It's a novel. Praise God for it. And I want all of us to support her, be a part of it. That's Saturday, 27th of August at 2 p.m. All of us, she's doing so well. And uh, as a family, when <clears throat> somebody is doing well, we all come together to support. So let's book that date. Let's mark that date. Let's support her as a family. It's going to be a blessing. Hallelujah. The Lord bless you. I said, the Lord bless you. I said, the Lord bless you. In the name of Jesus. Shall we be on our feet when we close the service in the next 30 seconds? Is there anybody today's your first time over here? Give me a wave. Today's the first time you are fellowshiping with us. Give me a wave wherever you are. Give me a wave. Oh, don't be shy. God bless you. Wow. Look at how handsome and how beautiful they are. I like your smile. My goodness. Awesome smile. This smile deserves to be in Obakame's nation. What do you think? Oh, what do you think? This smile, this beautiful people deserves to be in Obakame's nation. You are so, so welcome. And when we close, I want to see you briefly, okay? Uh, there's a package for you. Lift up your hands everywhere you are. Oh, you know what you do? Uh, can you pick your Bibles and your bags? And I want you to follow this uh, beautiful ladies. Follow them, though. They, they will send you to a, a very beautiful place. There's something for you. So just follow them. Awesome. Help them with their Bibles and their bags. Hey, that's Mary. Mary, there, she's an old member. Uh, amen. Uh, foundation members. Let's celebrate them right now. Let's appreciate them. Hallelujah. Uh, they are special guests. Our special guests. Now lift up your hands everywhere. Say thank you, thank you, Jesus, for showing me, for showing your, goodness. me your goodness. This month, this month I'm, not I'm not going to experience anything less anything than your goodness. Than your Say, I'll walk in your goodness. In your My, life goodness. My life will be a celebration of your goodness. Of your Say, goodness. I, walk I walk in the goodness of the Lord the of in the name of Jesus Christ. Precious Father, we are eternally grateful to you. Thank you for giving us light concerning your goodness. I pray in the name of Jesus that you give us insights understanding direction that will cause us to grow in this revelation and as we grow in this revelation may our lives never be the same again in the name of Jesus now may the Lord bless you may the Lord favor you may he cause his face to shine upon you may he show you his most intimate parts this month may you see the glory of God in the name of Jesus Christ I declare that no evil will prevail over your life you and your family you are secured under the mighty hand of God you will see his favor if you are hungry you will be filled if you are lucky you receive abundance if you are sick be healed right now walk in his perfect will in the name of Jesus I bless you from the bottom of my heart in the name of Jesus be blessed somebody shout I'm blessed, I'm blessed. shout it a second time I'm blessed. I'm blessed now this third time I want you to mean it with all your heart shout I'm blessed yeah.
God bless you. Give somebody a high five and tell the person I see God's blessing in your life. Hallelujah. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. I'll be around for a few minutes if you want to see me. Amen. 4 p.m. We're having our miracle service. It's going to be a time of prayer and power. Glory to Jesus Christ. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. We hope that you've been blessed by this message. For more inquiries, visit our website www.ebenezaokronipa.com or call 0546-363957. God bless you.